0: Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2355 with a release date of Friday, December 16th, 2022 to follow in 54321. The following is a QST. Hams help a lost 5-year-old find her way home. A hiking trail steps off with a boost from amateur radio and hams in Connecticut pay tribute to the transatlantic tests of 1921. All this and more is Amateur Radio Newsline report number 2355 comes your way right now. From around the world, this is Newsline, Amateur Radio's independent, on-the-air news and bulletin service. And now reporting from Valparaiso, Indiana, here's Paul Brown, WD9GCO. Last week, we celebrated the Newsline selection of West Bengal Radio Club as International Newsmaker of the Year. This week, our first story reports on their latest effort, reuniting a family with the five-year-old daughter who they had given up for dead.
1: John Williams, VK4JJW, has the story. A children's game of hide-and-seek at a railway station went very wrong in August of 2020 when a five-year-old girl chose an unfortunate spot to hide from her three brothers, a train that pulled out of the station shortly afterwards. She was eventually able to disembark further down the line at the Kolkata railway station, but because she spoke only Hindi and not Bengali, she could only explain her situation with tears when police found her crying at the station. According to a report in the Millennium Post, a year passed in which the girl was sent by an NGO to a children's care home and enrolled in school. She gained fluency in Bengali and soon became an honours student in her class. Unable to track down her parents all this time, the administrators of the private home notified the West Bengal Radio Club of the girls' predicament, according to Nag Biswas, VU2JFA. Club members utilised their network of contacts and were able to trace her family to Jharkhand, a bordering state in eastern India. Photographs shared with the family on the WhatsApp mobile platform confirmed that this was indeed their missing daughter. The little girl went home on Saturday, December 10th. And Barishnak Biswas told the Indo-Asian News Service, quote, When our contacts got in touch with the mother and we got her to connect with her daughter through a video call, it was a heart-wrenching moment. The woman had given up her child as dead. The little girl had given up all hope of getting back to her family ever again. End quote. This is John Williams, VK4, JJW. In the U.S. recently,
0: Hams teamed up for a radio activation that turned out to be a living museum and a tribute to history. Kevin Trotman, N5PRE, tells us about it.
2: Visitors to the Vintage Radio and Communications Museum of Connecticut were part of a celebration of history taking place on Sunday, December 11th. They watched and heard as Bob Allison, WB1GCM, got on the air using a repurposed Gates BC1T commercial transmitter using the call sign W1VCM-1BCG for AM operation on 75 meters. Bob was marking the 101st anniversary of amateur radio station's 1BCG's contact with Scotland during the ARRL transatlantic test of 1921. Bob, president of the museum's amateur radio club, told Newsline, quote, December 11th is a great day to celebrate amateur radio, as the day marks the many technological successes of the era CW's efficiency and effectiveness over Spark, the use of a super radio receiver, and the directional beverage antenna, end quote. The tribute event had been organized by Clark Burgard, N1BCG, of Greenwich, Connecticut. The official transmissions that made history more than a century ago occurred in Greenwich, about 90 minutes southwest of the museum, with operators sending CW across the ocean. This year, more modern equipment joined the refurbished Gates transmitter during Bob's three-hour activation, which also included time spent on 40 meters and 2-meter side bend. Before he left for the day and headed out into the snow, Bob talked to the museum visitors who had been observing him on the radio to share in the triumph of more than a century ago. This is Kevin Trotman, N5PRE. Hundreds of contacts were made this year
0: on the air by a new special event station in India honoring that nation's noted radio pioneer. We have that story from Graham Kemp, VK4BB.
3: This year, Data, VU2DSI, was not the only amateur activating a special event station in late November to mark the birth of the pioneering Indian scientist Jagadish Chandra Bose. Data has operated his special event AU2JCB for 17 years. But this year, Parks on the Air India organised their own separate tribute using the call sign 88JCB. It was a POTA activation as well, operating from Mohanpur Forest Park in West Bengal, India, POTA number VU0136. Parks on the Air India is a relatively new program in India. It began barely a year ago, but according to POTA country administrator Aaron Arvide, VU3XRY, the team of operators made up for lost time with the Bose tribute. He said the response was nothing short of huge and a great success. Arunava told Newsline that over the course of the eight day activation, 88 JCB logged more than 900 QSOs using SSB and FTA. With QSL and EQSL cards being sent in mid December to their various destinations, POTA India has other activations in store for the rest of the month. There are also more than 4,000 parks to be activated on the list of qualifying POTA locations. The man called by many to be the father of radio communications would no doubt be proud of all the amateur radio activity these days in India. This is Graham Kemp, VK4BB.
0: From now until the first half of the new year, amateurs in Romania will be celebrating that nation's newest natural resource, a hiking trail. We have more on that from Jeremy
4: Boot, G4 and JH. The journey of discovery that comes from hiking along Romania's Via Transilvanica is an adventure for hikers, cyclists and horseback riders. It got underway on the 8th of October with the official opening of the 1400 kilometer trail, which had taken four years of preparation. The journey which marks the trail's inauguration is also one for amateur radio operators. Radio Club YO6KGS is activating special event station YR1400VT on the HF bands from now until the 30th of June 2023. It's a celebration of the long-distance trail that Romania sees as its counterpart to the Appalachian Trail in the United States and El Camino de Santiago in Europe. While hikers hope to gain insights into their own lives in a natural setting, amateur radio operators and shortwave listeners around the world can work towards diplomas at different levels according to the number of contacts with other operators, many of whom will be young amateurs and members of the yo 6 kgs School Radio Club. Listen for their call sign on SSB and CW. CW speeds will not exceed 14 words per minute. For details about the rules and awards, visit the qrz.com page for YR1400VT. And wherever you are, enjoy the journey. This is Jeremy Boot, G4NJH.
0: The life-saving capabilities of DMR proved useful to a hiker in New Hampshire recently. Cell MB KB3TZD has that story.
5: A relaxing day with his dog turned into a dangerous trek for a ham who was hiking the trails of central New Hampshire on Sunday, December 11th. He had become lost, and the coming sunset and forecast of snow put him in even greater danger, especially after the battery in his cell phone died. He had been carrying his DMR-HT, however, and placed a call for help on the statewide talk group using a local repeater. Bill Barber, NE1B, heard the call and was able to contact the man's wife. She notified police, who joined firefighters in starting a search. Bill also contacted Rick Zack, K1RJZ, who knows the area's trails. Rick stayed in touch with the lost amateur on the statewide talk group while communicating with the search team. At one point, the amateur unintentionally changed channels on his HT, but another amateur, Chuck Cunningham, K1MIZ, noticed this had happened and was able to restore communications. The ham found his way to a road and was picked up by the searchers at 6.30 p.m. Telling this story on one of the QRZ.com forums, Raul Skip Cameo, AC1LC, recommended that hikers carry DMR radios because their batteries last longer. Skip's story did not identify the ham, but wrote that thanks to three amateurs who heard his call on DMR, the wayward ham is going to be able to enjoy another Christmas holiday with his family. This is CellMB, KB3, TZD.
0: It's time for you to identify your station. We are the Amateur Radio Newsline, heard on bulletin stations around the world, including the ZS0MOT repeater in Middleburg, South Africa, on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. local time. In the U.S., the General Class Operator's License Test is getting a new question pool. Stephan Kinford, NAWB, tells us what's changing.
6: If you are a ham in the United States looking to upgrade a general next year, you can expect some changes in the new pool of questions that take effect on July 1st of 2023. The 432 questions were just released in the National. Conference of Volunteer Examiner Coordinators Question Pool Committee says they will reflect significant changes. There are 51 new questions being introduced. 73 were removed. The committee believes the question's level of difficulty is more balanced. These questions will be in use through June 30th of 2027. Examiners can expect to see the new general exam booklets by mid-June of 2023. The ARRL advises hams who are using the ninth edition of the General Class License manual or the sixth edition of the league's general class question and answer to take their exam no later than June 30th before the change questions come in. This is Stephan Kinford, NAWB.
0: Two veteran staffers at New Zealand's telecommunications agency are leaving at the end of this year. Here's Jim Beechin, ZL2BHF,
7: with more about them. Radio Spectrum Management in New Zealand is preparing to say goodbye to two members of its radio investigations team who are among those with the longest tenure. RSM has announced the retirement of Mike Beard and Grant Wheaton, who have both been part of the team since the early 1970s. RSM said that the pair's efforts have played a big role over the years in strengthening processes and technical abilities of the investigations group. In addition to following up on reports of radio frequency interference, RSM manages the radio spectrum in New Zealand, handles licensing rules and overseas compliance and enforcement of the Radio Communications Act of 1989. It is part of the Ministry of Business, Innovation, and Employment. This is Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF.
0: In the world of DX, be listing for Earl WA3DX operating from Senegal between December 22nd and January 20th, mainly using FT8. He will use his home call with a prefix. In Dakar, he will be using the prefix 6W1. In Mbaw, he will be using 6W7. And on Kalak and Saloom Islands, Iota number AF-045, his prefix will be 6W6. Send a QSL direct to WA3DX or via logbook of the world. A team consisting of S51V, S52 O T. S54W, S57DX, and others, will be on the air from Lampedusa Island, iota number AF-019 as IG9-S59A from January 23rd through the 31st. The operation will focus on the CQ Worldwide 160 Meter CW Contest during the last full weekend of January. Outside of the contest, be listening on all bands and all modes for the prefix IG9 before their home calls. Andre, ON7YK is in the Gamba, operating as C5YK until February 24th, 2023. Listen on 20, 17, 15, 12, and 10 meters, mostly using the digital modes. QSL via Logbook of the World and EQSL, or to his home call direct or via the Bureau. Listen for the call sign TN8K from the Republic of Congo, activated by the CDXP Group. The team from the Czech Republic expects to operate between January 7th and the 19th. The operators will be on the HF bands from 160 meters through 6 meters using CW, single sideband, RTTY, FT8, FT4, and PSK. They will also make use of the QO100 satellite. QSL via OK6DJ, OQRS, or Logbook of the World. Few of us need reminders that the Bouvet Island de-expeditioners who will be activating 3Y0J from the remote island are setting sail in less than a month. The 22-day on-air operation is being led by Ken, LA7GIA, Rune LA7THA, and Urban, LB1QI. And the 12-member team is motivated to log more than 200,000 QSOs. With Bouvet in the number two spot in the DXCC Most Wanted list, this is not an impossible goal. While others have activated Bouvet over the years, none have approached logging that many QSOs. The team is committed to making contacts. If you visit the DXpedition website at 3y0j.no, You will find a propagation poll under the tab labeled Latest News. This will enable interested de-expedition chasers to provide the team with details about their station setup, including power and antenna, so that the operators can approximate propagation to a certain region based on the stations calling them from there. We begin our final story this week by making an observation. When you are an amateur radio operator, it's easy to make someone else happy. That's what a retiree in Oregon and a youngster in Wisconsin both recently discovered. Ralph Squillaci, KK6ITB, tells us how it happened.
8: A late November day found Chris Billings, WA7RAR, activating a local park near his Oregon home. It was Thanksgiving Day, and in a fitting mood for the U.S. holiday, Chris was grateful to find 10 meters open. He decided to call CQ on that small portion of the band, where technician class operators can legally operate SSB on HF, hoping to give newcomers a chance to work him. A young voice emerged from the pileup. It was Bennett Bachman, KD9, WCG, age 11. Chris learned that this was an especially happy moment for the new ham from Wisconsin. This was only his second QSO on 10 meters. Chris mailed Bennett a QSL card, along with a note that he wasn't expecting Bennett to respond, especially if he had no QSL cards of his own yet. On December 8th, it was Chris's turn to have a happy moment. Something from Bennett arrived. A handmade QSL card. Bennett's father, Dave, KV90, said that Bennett designed the cards himself, sending one to Chris and the other to his first 10-meter contact, Gordon West. WB6NOA. Dave said the first contact was a joyful moment, too, because Bennett had studied for his license using Gordon's Technician Guide. The fifth grader is now trying to start a ham radio club at school and is studying for his general class license so he can be less dependent on 10-meter band openings. Chris, however, is glad Bennett found him on that 10-meter opening on Thanksgiving Day. Posting on Facebook he publicly thanked Bennett for the handcrafted card, adding, quote, I love to find cards in my mailbox, and this is certainly one of the special ones, end quote. This is Ralph Squillaci, KK6 ITB.
0: Do you have a piece of amateur radio news that you think Newsline would be interested in? Now, we're not talking about advertising your club's upcoming ham fest or field day participation, but something that is out of the ordinary. If so... Send us a brief overview via the contact page at arnewsline.org. If it's newsworthy and we would like to cover it, we'll get back to you for more details. With thanks to Adrian Bachu, YO5IA, Amateur Radio Weekly, The ARRL, Era Nuva Day, BU3XRY, Bob Allison, WB1GCM, Chris Billings, WA7RAR, CQ Magazine, Dave Bachman, KV9OX, David Behar, K7DB, DXWorld.net, Enhoven Space Blog, Facebook, FCC.gov, Pota India, ShortWaveRadio.de, 3Y0J, The Wireless Institute of Australia, and you, our listeners. That's all from the Amateur Radio Newsline. We remind our listeners that Amateur Radio Newsline is an all-volunteer, non-profit organization that incurs expenses for its continued operation. If you wish to support us, please visit our website at arnewsline.org and know that we appreciate you all. We also remind our listeners that if you like our newscast, please leave us a five-star rating wherever you subscribe to us. For now, with Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT at the News Desk in New York, and our news team worldwide, I'm Paul Brown at WD9GCO in Valparaiso, Indiana, saying 73. As always, we thank you for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2022.
5: All rights reserved.